Hey, Jacob. Hey, what's up? I got a question for you. Yeah? What do a fanatical little boy who learns to love instead of hate and a free-spirited woman who falls in love with a hitman have in common? I don't know. What do they have in common? Well, let's find out, because this week I watched Jojo Rabbit. And this week I watched Mr. Right. And now it's time to make the movie the connection. Movie connection. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Hi there. My name is Jacob, and I'm here with my sister, Casey. And this is the podcast, The Movie Connection, which is a podcast where, you know, in an effort to broaden our individual movie horizons and to just, you know, remain connected in general, we decided to connect over that thing that unites us all. Movies. Yeah, movies, obviously. Uh <laughs> So each week we assign each other movies to watch, usually that we haven't seen before, and we watch them, and then we sit down to discuss them and review them, and then we try to figure out, hey, is there any connective tissue between these two different movies? Any at all. Like anything? Any little thing. Could be like, small, I don't even... could be big. Yeah, could be depressing, could be hilarious, <laughs> who knows anymore? Like, I guess if we... <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> But no, both of these movies were actually pretty fun. One, especially considering the uh, the, yeah, the, the subject matter. Yeah, subject matter. I mean, yeah, we'll get into it, folks. But uh, oh, we you, will. You know what? Like, I don't think we. I don't want to build it up too much more. Let's dive Let's into this jump first in. movie. Since it's your turn to start, tell me a little something about Jojo Rabbit. It sounds so cute. It does sound so cute. Um, in, ni- <laughs> in 1944 Germany, 10-year-old right. oh, Jojo idolizes Hitler, and he ah. really wants to be a Nazi. I see, I see. He is lonely, and he has an imaginary friend in Hitler, and right. a real friend in Yorkie. <laughs> <laughs> the best <laughs> character. <laughs> Yorkie's so cute. Uh, Jojo is at a Nazi youth camp and is being mocked for not being able to kill a rabbit. So he tries to show off with an explosion that ultimately injures him and moves him out of being a soldier. Don't do that. (laughs) Which is, you know, I wouldn't, yeah, wasn't his best move. Uh, Jojo's world is turned upside down when he learns that his mom is hiding a Jewish girl and his deceased sister, uh, can't speak in yep. his deceased sister's bedroom slash attic. Jojo must figure out if what he's been taught is the truth and what is right and wrong while getting to know this Jewish girl. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That was so, kind of I hard mean, to summarize. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, uh, because it. a lot Perfect. is happening. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, nailed it. Because, yeah, you don't want to. Right. Like the movie, you don't want to focus too much <laughs> on the whole, you know. Uh, Holocaust? Okay, let, no, no. Uh, World War Two. World War Two. Um, no, see, so, but that's what's great about this movie, is it does not really dance around it at all. Um, right. 
like at all like and and here's the thing like yeah this is a great movie because it is it's similar to promising young woman in a way where it's kind of prickly where it's like man i had so much fun like this movie's so fun and like it's got you know so positive and everything's like wait what's this? wait is that a is that a hitler yeah yeah it, well you know yeah it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like very interesting um but I Definitely feel like a different of, take on Hitler. Well, too. yeah, because I don't think there is any yeah, movie like about WW2 or the Holocaust, for that matter, that takes a comedic approach. Um, this movie definitely does that. It's coming from a comedic pan, uh, standpoint. You mm-hmm. laugh. Yeah, there's the, there's humor for sure. There's humor. But I feel at the end of the day, this movie firmly stands its ground. on. It's like, no, like. This isn't cool. This isn't the way we yeah. should be. It's using the comedy to highlight the fact sometimes where it's like, yeah, isn't this ridiculous that they thought this way? Yeah, the propaganda and stuff for sure. Yeah. For and, sure. Uh, yeah. And. But yeah, so I do still feel like at the end of the day, it's saying it's sending the right message. It is. And I also like that. You know, something that whenever I like we learned about the Holocaust in school and stuff, I would always just be like, people did nothing. But this movie is such a good way of showing like, yeah, people did nothing because if they did something, they might get hung and killed in front of everyone. And this kind of nicely showcases that aspect as well. Yeah. Yes. You know, I did not see that company. Did not see that coming, and I saw this oh. thing in theaters, so I was oh lucky like, you, hit but me also pretty hard, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh wait, hold up, wait, we were having fun here, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, but not like you know, but this movie like, as much fun as you can have, like with Nazis, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, see, that's what I feel like. This is de- by far, like even with Ragnarok and everything, this is Taika Waititi's best movie to yeah. me because. He, it's it checks off all the boxes as far as like you know it looks amazing we obviously yes. got a good cast everybody's doing a great job it does deliver on the laughs but it does still deliver on that hardcore met like it does not the heartache stuff yeah yeah the heartache and then but uh doesn't need to do the brutality that these movies are normally known for yeah um, that's yeah that's very true um but I still it still sells it though. Like at the end of the day, this still qualifies as a you know decent movie about the Holocaust because it's still like while doing it in a different way, it is still delivering the same message. Yeah, yeah. I was actually extremely bummed that I did not have Josh watch this with me, uh, because I think I am too. I could see him like loving <sighs> the crap out of it. Yeah, I think that it would have been he. He's seen a lot of movies about the Holocaust. Of course. He's, you know, like, learned a lot about it and stuff. And I think it would have been refreshing to have him watch it. But, right. uh, you know, I was like, I don't know if I want to have him watch, like, a satire movie. I didn't know how. I didn't know how. I assumed it was going to be respectful. But, you know. Yeah. 
and it was, but uh, I just, I wasn't sure. So now I'm, I have a new goal of like sitting down and watching it again with Josh. So do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a fairly easy one. Like, you know, yes, like we said, it's delivering on that heartache and all that good stuff. Right. But still, I do find it to be pretty rewatchable. Um, yeah, I agree. And really good. <laughs> um, and this introduced us to, uh, well, introduced me to Thomas and McKenzie, who plays um, Ada. I Wait, what was her name? Elsa? Elsa. Or no. Yeah, yeah, no, it's Elsa. It is, okay. Um, But uh, yeah, she was amazing. Uh, Felt like I wanted to... Nope, lost it. Oh, well, must have been a lie. Um, (laughs) That's what our mom always says. Is it? Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Anytime I forget something while I'm talking to her, she says it must have been a lie. Oh. (laughs) I always call myself out for it. Like, yeah, it's great. It helps. Humble. It humbles you. Um, no, but uh, and I think it would be it's great to see a good Taika Waititi movie, especially coming off of um, Love and Thunder. Oh, man. Yeah, I agree. Which uh, did that shape your view of it at all? So I tried not to let it because I let's talk a little bit about the director just briefly. We're going to yeah. take a second here, folks, to talk about Taika Waititi because he's responsible for Love and Thunder, the new Thor movie. Um, which I found horrible, if I'm being but honest. He's, yep, but he's also responsible for Ragnarok, which... My favorite Marvel movie. Great. And then, and so now we've got this guy. So we kind of got a kind of more of a rounded picture going on here. Yeah. Um, okay, so compare the... Yeah, maybe kind of compare this to those movies like can you see the resemblance do you think he does do one of these movies better than the other um do do you think taika should stick around the marvel uh universe or did you think he's kind of kind of done with it well i think that like i sort of feel like ragnarok was his version of like um oh my god i can't think of what they're called the one the ones in space what are they called again Oh, the one uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it was yeah. sort of like Guardians of the Galaxy, but it was Thor. Yeah. Like, it had a killer soundtrack. Yeah. It yep. had the laugh lines the Guardian has. Right. But it still had, like, the mythic, mythical side of Thor, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah while and being so, on another planet, too. Right. Like, so it had planet. all of the things. Yeah. Um, But I don't know how, like, heavily influenced he might have been. Yeah. You know what I mean? From what I'm hearing, um, not not as much in that one. And then they kind of gave him creative control for for Love, Love and, Thunder. and Thunder, which was just a real bummer. Yeah. Because yeah, it sort of felt like kind of take over. Yeah, it felt like a satire of the Thor movies, to be honest with you. Interesting. Like yeah. it felt like you were watching somebody make fun of the Thor movies yeah. when you watched it. So it was like the jokes were too silly. I see. Uh, it just didn't take itself seriously at all. Right. Um, and we had like some pretty emotional deaths going on that didn't have the emotional weight from what I hear. Right. Right. Yes. Correct. Um, so and it just could have been yeah. a lot better. But then you come into this movie yeah. and like, I really like this movie. I can see some of both of those films actually like of I can course, see a little yeah. bit of both in there. His sense you know of what humor else? shines through where it's like this kind of sassy but wholesome Very sassy. but yeah <laughs> Op- overly like optimistic for sure optimistic yeah um but doesn't like but doesn't want you to 
know that almost visually <laughs> this one really reminded me of a wes anderson movie very much so right yeah. very much like so. i just like when i was watching it i knew that it was a taika yeah but i was like and and obviously the tone is very different from a wes anderson movie yeah but like just the way that it was shot and the colors um yeah right and the quirk too right, right. uh sort of made me be like oh this could have been a Wes Anderson movie, you know right. what I mean? It is the moments like it's like, oh, we're we're practicing throwing knives. Oh, one of the knives bounces off the tree, and oh my god, that just yeah, <laughs> one of totally. my favorite moments of the movie ever. So like, good, just because it's there, and then we're done. It's like, wait, what happened to that kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Does way that they so often so well, like crazy event, like even the I forgot about the whole grenade incident, like. Oh and imagine God. being those kids like, hey, there's threat. What the fuck is he doing? What the fuck? He is shouting and. <laughs> yeah, I was like. <laughs> I was like, oh, he took my grenade. Oh, to this oh, movie. He threw it. I'm like watching it and I'm trying to get a grasp of what it is. Yeah. And then as him and imaginary Hitler were running, <laughs> I was oh, right. like, yeah, I understand what yeah. this movie is now. Yeah, right, and then right. he grabs That's the grenade true. and I was like, OK. Yeah. But like I was I was laughing out loud when he was like running <laughs> to get the grenade, you know, like so I was just like, this insane. is yeah. so weird. <laughs> and right. like, it was so <laughs> insane. Like I was like, I don't know what I'm about to watch. <laughs> and then I love the moments too, because then it cuts to it's Jojo's point of view for a while. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, of him, like, like, right. He's in, he's on the stretcher. He's in the, he's in the ambulance. Um, he's in the hospital. He's been like uh, rushed down the rushed down the you know the typical shot rushed down the the hallway. You know, yes. and you see you see yes. your loved one. Well, you, you see your loved one, but in this case, it's it's Adolf Hitler. He's <laughs> so giving crazy. you the thumbs up. <laughs> or so no, oh, crazy. and then I love the first time he sees him. It's like, oh no, Jojo, uh, uh, and he like faints. <laughs> so crazy. And by the way, Taika Waititi. Playing Adolf Hitler, holy like inspired, inspired. Like, very, very inspired. He got some. Uh, people were like, "Really, dude?" Right. I guess I, he's well, also Jewish. Yes, he's so he's Maori, and, uh, Pacific Islander, but also yeah, Jewish and. And right, he was like, like, "What bigger fuck you?" And I was like, like "Good true. for you, dude." And he didn't do any like research, true. which I also appreciate. And I love, see, uh, <laughs> I love the mindset of that where it's like. It's like, oh, are you going to really? It's like, this guy is not nope. worth researching. <laughs> you get it? Right. You understand? Like, I, like, I'll go off of, like, footage or whatever. Like, that's the extent, though. Like, yeah. Right. Like, I I liked this guy's approach to the whole thing. I liked his approach to the whole movie. Like, I Me too. Like, this, like, this, more this Taika. And I think we still got that with Ragnarok. That was still present. But I he must have maybe felt stifled or something like that. Because then when he gets... Uh, creative control and love and thunder. I, you know, he just kind of really rolled with it and like leaned too far into the sassy, maybe something like that. Uh, but I'm, but I don't want to give up hope. I, th I still think he's a great director. I think he's a great mind to have in the movie making me too. industry right now. Like, yeah, oh, all me of too. that. Uh, but yeah, so like we really can't judge him until the next one comes out, right? So yeah. right, yeah, um, I agree. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. And doesn't he, I mean, 
and not even like big budget. Like I want like maybe something more like this, like where it's yeah. Yeah, this this was so good. And I don't know how it flew under my radar as yeah. something I literally never even heard of. That's crazy. Yeah. And this for having out. like Scarlett Johansson in it, who yeah. I freaking love. And she doesn't um, do comedies that often. No, and she's also Jewish. Um, and yeah. so I love that. I love the representation that is existing inside of this movie. Totally. Well, I feel like we have respectfully talked about all the things while also like, you know, uh, yeah, let us not discount the horrific <laughs> uh, nature of uh, WW2 and the Holocaust and everything like that. But I feel like this yeah, movie absolutely. definitely sells that. Like this was a movie about uh learning to love and not hate really like that's the yeah journey. that's the arc right uh and that's like the movie's point of view where it's like yeah i think and the only like criticism that i read from a jewish perspective mm -hmm. was that they thought that they didn't have enough uh dislikable nazis okay yeah um and i think that's fair and you know sam rockwell especially like his character he the character is Captain K is so good. Yeah. Um, and Sam does like the best job. Like he's just so charismatic. He gets me in tears by the <sighs> time we are left. Why by the time we leave him, I'm like, what the fuck? I did not. And so that. there were people yeah. who were like, you know, arguably like the Nazi that we see the most is like I also see, a yeah. very likable. Oh, but hmm. I gotcha. did read other people pushing back saying, well, it's you know, it's kind of like the Thanos thing, right? Like you yeah. have to kind of see the whole, and we sort of see that he like maybe is kind of part of like this rebellion, and we or just don't get way, to know that. Like, bit. cause yeah. yeah, he like knows uh, Jojo's mom on like kind of a personal level. It seems right. like we do get that, like, and they're on you know, good terms. and like, so I feel like yeah. there's like this whole backstory that we don't get for him, and I kind of like yeah. that. Right. You know what I mean? Totes. And we also find out by the end that he's like homosexual. Right. I did not know. I didn't <clears> even <throat> notice the pink triangles. But if I did, I would have known right away. Because, yeah, I remember when I researched yeah. the Holocaust. That was a big one that I latched on to. Because it was like pink triangles, huh? Fuck, man. Fuck that. Yeah. So uh, I, I think ultimately, like, you know, and I only read a very small amount of criticism. So I think it was widely yeah. accepted as really good. I think um, the... Uh, we get dislikable to an extent with the Gestapo, but even that, it's yes. not taken all the way. But I think that Stephen Merchant's character was definitely our sleazy, like, oh, no, what's this guy going to do? Like, you know, he 100%. was even blonde, towered over everybody. Which, do you recognize that guy? I recognize that guy from stuff. And uh, he he's actually a really talented writer. And Oh, uh, really? Yeah, he was. He did this show. I talk about it all the time. It's called Extras. It was a British show. with. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, um, totally. Like, you want to talk about cringe? I mean, this was led by, oh, God, it, ah, damn. And the actor's really known for this type of humor, too. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, damn it. I'm blanking. Extras. I know. Ricky and Gervais. I'm there it is. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He works with Ricky Gervais all the time. And, yeah, really, really good show. But it was fun to see him. And he... He doesn't typically do an accent. He, I mean, he is so British. And then he actually did a decent German accent. Like, this was the first time he actually really did research for that kind of thing and had a dialect coach, and he did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, 
All right, let's get into some Q&A. Let's do it. Um, I mean, we kind of danced all around it, but just to maybe put a button on it. I mean, is it wrong to make a comedy set in WW2 era Germany? I don't think so. Yeah. I think that it would be wrong if it was like mocking the death of Jewish people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is like not, it is play like you can absolutely watch this and know which side we're supposed yes. to be on and so in that way i don't you know i think that it makes its point very nicely and also yeah. like you pointed out earlier they are absolutely like mocking the ignorance of of yeah. the nazi party of oh. like just like going along like, with whatever really? and like, doing yeah, the propaganda and yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and so i i think that it's okay right i think um, it's fine all right, and I actually okay. think it's very like yeah. meaningful too. I think it adds a meaningful punch that maybe like some of the drama only movies about World War II and not Nazis miss, you know? Totally. Um, it's so it was so refreshing to see this because you really it's because then it really made me examine like how like we do have this obsession with WW2 and WW2 yeah. movies and uh holocaust movies of course and yes. like anything that allows us to see you know americans on screen shooting nazis right you know mm -hmm. um uh but it's so interesting that yeah this is such a genre and so sought out and everything but it's like what do you really get out of seeing these war these other these other types of war films the more typical war films where it's like we just go like I guess we're supposed to feel they're hopeful, but I never feel that way really watching a war movie, you know? Yeah. It, I feel like you watch it to it's kind of masochistic where it's like, you know, I need to see like this is what humans are capable of. Like this is what yeah. we are, you know, and everything. So I liked that there was this movie that it's like, no, war still sucks. Yeah, war but, is not good. Like and like I feel like yeah, war movies do glorify it, like in my opinion. Um, yeah, for sure. And they always I, try to write it off. It's like no, but in the end, like no, let's not have war. It's like great, make a movie not about war then. Like yeah, <laughs> no, like, yeah. Um, I hate it. So this movie felt way more hopeful and still gave you the yeah, gut punch realism that war has with it. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. What did you think of the child actors? Um, I love little Jojo. Like, he's just, he's a really good actor. The kid is Roman Griffin Davis. Yeah. Uh, he is a very compelling kid. Like, and he, I mean, kids play kids. But he just, like, he really did the whole, like, child ignorance like yeah believing what you're taught like you know we could just see it so clearly he really sold it right and um, then we talked about corgi who is so great. <laughs> i love that character so much he's so cute i love him so much and i just he's, love his like easygoing little nature and the visual hug <laughs> Glad he makes i love it when he end. says like i need to go give my mom a cuddle like <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just like, yeah, you should. Apparently, like, Uh, I'm wondering if these uniforms were real. It sounds, like, so weird that it must have been real. Like, these paper uniforms. It's like, is that paper? It's like, no, it's (laughs) (laughs) paper-like. I know. I don't know about the uniform thing. But I do know that they were training children. Like, yeah, that so insanity. that part is true um, and horrible. Uh, but, you know, they were teaching kids. Uh, they were teaching kids all of this stuff in school. From such a young age that the kids and then they had to go home and hear it from their parents. And if the kids, you know, counteracted what the teachers said, then then they went after the kids parents like it was yeah. a really, really scary time to be alive. Right. And there was a, this was a good idea, apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, this movie came out recently and depicts mo- uh, events in the past, yet it seems more poignant and relative than ever, especially when this came out. I think this was 2018, 2019 or something. 2019, yeah. Okay, so a certain somebody was still in office, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think, you know, are there certain countries that could maybe benefit from a reexamination of the past, you know, maybe how can they hope to avoid such a thing as the Holocaust? Maybe like what, which parts of the countries do you think could benefit from something like this? Right. I mean, definitely it's good for this movie to come out here in the U.S. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, right. Uh, I feel definitely. like this is so a thumb your nose that Trump, like he, like Taika Waititi even said something similar where it's just like, you know, I feel like certain parts of the country need a reminder that <laughs> this is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, have- definitely Russia. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, and then good old North Korea. Yeah, that was going to be my next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, North Korea for sure. I think this I, is actually banned in Russia. I, I was going to say it is banned in Russia. Now, yeah. And you wonder what, like, they say for reasons of, like, showing it in a humorous light. Like, and I would normally, like, I would get that, I guess, for like, from a stupid, like, country standpoint or whatever. But... I would but, say that it's more like, no, yeah, we just don't, we want, don't want our people, people to, to yeah. like see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's messed our, up, man. Can't let them have ideas. Yeah, we don't want them to rebel because they can see like things like this happening in our country. It's just really scary because, yeah, uh, we don't talk about it enough, but there's definitely a anti-democracy movement. And that's really fucked up because like have. I don't know about you guys, but I was raised, born and raised with this great idea of, yeah, democracy is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really weird to see. Like, no, no, just one person. <laughs> one yeah. Person. Like, angry. Um, interestingly, always white um, person. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. I uh, agree. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. Um, okay, back to the child actors, though. <laughs> <laughs> How do we even get away from that? Um, JoJo was fabulous. And then mix it up again. Um, yeah, he was so good. Um, Elsa was also awesome. And I read that he had her, like, watch Heathers, I think. 
Oh yeah, as that's a inspiration movie. Yeah, as inspiration for her character, which I totally got. I love and... how they introduce her character. Like, there was this impulse for me to be like, "Oh, I don't like her. Like, she's being mean to this kid. Like, what? The, this is fucked up." It's like, okay, let's get some perspective, Jake. Like, perspective. This, she is in a <laughs> Nazi uniform. Yeah, like, and she I'd be a little, is I'd be a little enemy tiff. of Nazis. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, tip this kid coming in here telling me like. Like, yeah, I yeah, I really liked the way they had her portrayed as like a survivor instead of, you know, somebody Hunts that's in victim. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I really liked that part of her. Like, oh, she's super tough and she's she's out to like try to survive. Smart. Yeah. Very like, smart. Strong. Where, where did Jews live? Like where dirty Jews live? Like this isn't a picture of where Jews live. It's a picture of my head. It's like right. <laughs> that's where we live. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, so good. Uh, but uh, and so then Yorkie, of course. Adorable. Got me thinking about child actors in general. So, like, what are some of the best child actor performance you've ever seen? Yeah, so we grew up on some good ones in the past, man. Like '90s and earlier, we had Christina Ricci going on here. Yeah, she was great. And Macaulay Culkin. So I mean, yeah, I put Macaulay Culkin as one of mine. Um, Emma Watson as Hermione. Oh my god, iconic. Yeah. Um, I, so. as somebody who read those books, I was like, oh my god, it's actually Hermione. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and I love 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 as you all know Lindsay lohan and the parent trap like <laughs> she was yeah, so yeah. great <laughs> that's true man that performance it now, was so good track for that? we that's did so yeah <laughs> we did so that, that one is no parent trap right <laughs> so and then of course macaulay nice. culkin um you want to yeah. go back even further you've got oh, like wow. drew yeah. barrymore oh yeah shit um yeah well then that actually is filled with great child performance because there's her, but no, that kid who played Elliot was so good. Something else. Awesome. So yeah, I think for me it's uh, Millie Bobby Brown. So good. She, she's my hero. And to back yeah. that up as well, uh, Will from Stranger Things, which I'm sorry I don't remember his name. Is it Flint or is that? Is that Flint? Yeah, I think it Maybe. is. Maybe. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> proper respect. Yeah, he's so fucking And good. which one again? Will? Oh, okay, it's Will, so, so it's Noah. So it's, yeah. Noah Schnapp. I see. Okay, so Noah. And That's he right, is, Noah. Okay. I love him so much. Too good. He is so like, good. Justice for Will. Don't fuck this up, Duffer Brothers. Don't. Yeah. Me. I agree. Just and we've gotten to watch him, like, grow into his abilities, but he was great in the small amount that we saw him in the first season too mm -hmm. okay yeah so awesome top performance this just reminds me and taika watiti is one of those directors who appears to work well with kids because he usually has them didn't love and thunder have a lot of uh, kid actors uh it had one yeah oh one okay it might have uh, had more than one. I thought it was like uh, a whole gang of kids at some point or something there are yes there is but yes <laughs> There's one in particular, though. Okay. That he works Love, with right? more than the other. Yeah. 
Perfect. And then, right, so this does have Scarlet Joe in here. Um, so this gets me thinking, yeah, what's your favorite Scarlet Joe Hansen performance? Oh, my seen? God. How could I pick? She's been in so many movies. Now, the problem, uh, the issue with Scarlet Joe is she did have this, rut, like, just easy casting. They typically cast her as the whatever. Love the, interest. The, the love interest, desirable, sexy, uh, yep. but not, like pushing that too much but you know that's why you're here <laughs> the secretary right. character like in he's just not that into you is she not straight up a secretary like she's the woman that a man has an affair with yeah. bradley cooper yeah man <laughs> yeah movie, man pretty good movie but i really like that movie but yeah it yeah. doesn't it doesn't showcase the best people that there are um i'm right. looking through her IMDb right now. And like, especially lately, she's been doing a lot of roles. I think she got nominated twice for the, like, twice for the Oscars. Like, one as a supporting and one as a lead or something like that. So, yeah, she's coming up. Yeah, I really loved her in... Of course, she's Black Widow. Black Widow, of course. <clears throat> um, She does part. comedy really well, too. She did this movie, Rough Night, uh, it's not my favorite performance of hers, but it's really like a funny movie. Oh, you know who else has in it is Kate McKinnon. No fucking. I way. think I have uh, to put this on your yeah, list right now. I love it's Kate a little McKinnon. raunchy. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, that's all right. But it's funny as fuck. So if you have a raunchy movie for me, yeah, I'm gonna add this on here. Rough night. <laughs> Uh yeah, they actually play like very well together too. Great. Um like I don't typically I never thought of Scarlett Joe for comedy until this movie really, but she yeah, she's been flexing those comedy muscles. She was also in Hail Caesar in a comedic style and that was decent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I liked her in Chef. I really liked that movie in general. Great movie. Oh, so good. Uh I remember one of the first movies I ever saw her in was The Other Boiling Girl. Ah, so how is that? So sometimes I'm in the mood for, you know, a, what, a costume period drama, right? Yeah. Um, uh, it's good. Good? Yeah. It is good. I mean, it's got Natalie Portman and Scarlett Johansson in it, so. Yes. Uh, it's good, but and it's it is about a subject that I know, like, it's kind of been done to death, but I like the approach it takes because it's Henry VIII, Right. Right. That, that and the Bolin sisters. Dog. Yeah. 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 So it's really good. Um, it's just like it's it's a bummer of a movie, right? I think because <laughs> we all know what happens, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, it's Not definitely cool. yeah. But that was like my first. I think maybe my first movie I ever saw her in, and I was like, oh, right. she's good. Right. Right. I'm a fan. And then the next wow, year, the he's just from not that into Home you. Alone came 3 out. is really coming along. <laughs> um, Home Alone 3 I probably saw Yeah you But I don't remember it at great. all Yeah It's growing on me like because for the longest time of course It's like 1 and 2 are the only like good Home Alone movies right So people just like hate Home Alone 3 But people starting to come around I think Where it's just like you know it's fine It's just we were just so disappointed man Like you know, yeah, like, yeah it, it, It's the first time we didn't get Macaulay Like in Right uh, so, but it's decent 
as long as you judge it like kind of on its own merits, but it's hard to do, man, because you you got spoiled off of Macaulay Culkin. Right. Okay. So, so that was your first. But what uh, do you, did we talk about? Favorite? Do you have one? Maybe Black Widow. I don't know, man. Because I I love her. That role for her is just so good. Like it's so good. Who doesn't like? I do really like this bad. role, though. I'm not gonna I lie. Know, like this is coming up to be like one Potter. of the top three. Sorry, Potter. Because she was like the second. coolest mom. Yeah, she's like the coolest mom character in this, right? Like, I loved her relationship with JoJo. She was like such a good mom, such a good single mom. Um, yes. For all intents and purposes. Uh, his dad hasn't been home in two years. And she is raising a child who has like complete opposite beliefs as herself. Yeah, man. And that's crazy. Like, and that is hard. That. And like, yeah, the way she handles it, like. Well, because she couldn't, like, uh. instill her opinions in him because, like, then it added mm. greater risk to both of them. Right. You know, all she could do was, like, like that scene where she stops and, like, makes his head turn to look at the people hanging. Yeah. Was a really good scene. And he's just like, what did they do? And she was just like, everything they could. Or, yeah. what, you know, whatever she said. Um. You know, at least then in those little moments, she's like kind of instilling yeah. the good beliefs in him without preaching to him. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, she's so. So without further ado, let's get to our favorite questions. Favorites. All right. All right favorite performance. Perform- Speaking of awesome performances. Uh, yeah, my favorite performance is actually Scarlett Johansson. Damn. Yeah, As right. Rosie. She is just like. I found her to be such a compelling character. She was living this double life. She was being mm-hmm. the best mom she could. She was trying to help a Jewish girl. And uh, she was doing other stuff behind the scenes that we didn't ever get to see. But we right. know that she was like in cahoots with, you know, the people who were trying to resistance. help. Yeah, the resistance. Um, so she was just like such a good, well-rounded character. She was very funny. Hell like the yeah. whole scene where she like puts the soot on her face and pretends oh to be my dad, God. like, ah, oh, so good, <laughs> so good. She has so many moments too, like just like when he sees her and she does some weird hand gesture or something, like she's just a goofy mom. Yeah, she was just so. It reminds amazing. me of my mom. And I love it. And um, I did read that he uh uh, how do you say the director's name? Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti. I read that he like tried to base this character sort of off of his mom, like as a love letter to his mom because oh his mom was that a single mom. Isn't that so yeah. lovely? It's total uh, sense. Also, like his whole sense of humor, it just all checks out. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I thought so too. Uh, so she's my favorite, and my second, Great. my second favorite does go to Sam Sam Rockwell as Captain K. Crazy how like. They want me. I thought, yeah, I was ready to kind of hate him where it's like, okay, like you're a good enough guy, but also Nazi. So you. Yeah, yeah. it's so weird to say that my one of my favorite characters is a Nazi. I know. Um, 
But I I really felt the entire movie that they were nodding to him being like part of this resistance too. Like and what's great is that there's yeah, you can totally build a backstory where it's like no he wasn't fully Yeah. Yeah. Like I like to believe he was like a double agent. Like even yeah. in the early, early scenes when they're burning the books, like the look on his face, I don't know. I was just like, oh, he doesn't like this at all. Like just he's kind not- of to the point where it's just like I have to do this, but you know. Then yeah. I can kinda and I can kind of just write it out like nobody's hardcore watching me where I have to be like fucking Nazi. <laughs> Hell Hitler. Like, yeah. Oh my Which, god. Right. We'll get okay. to it. We'll get to it. We'll so, get to it. <laughs> Thirty-one Heil Hitlers in one yeah. minute. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. It's, well, is that your favorite scene? So I can't believe I'm going to say it, but it is because that whole entire scene when they come in and check JoJo's house, like from right. all of the Heil Hitlers to like uh sam rockwell's character like helping Dude. oh Great that was intensity so... <sighs> like it had the right tension like it finally had the tension of these movies that you normally get while also yeah. but then we have the heil hitler shit where it's like oh but no we're still fucking ridiculous yeah, so i was like if you're trying to like figure out the theme like yeah. of this movie this one scene really narrows the whole thing down it was like silly it was like mm. satire it was yeah. very serious and yeah. scary Dude, like when she and, pops in, and you're like, what the? And like, oh my again, God. that kid actor, like, you can see his like chest heaving. Like, he's so oh, scared. Yeah. It's like, that's he's, real. I definitely have to give him an honorary mention, too. He was so good. Yeah, because that, that's not easy Davis. to do. You can't fake like that scared breathing type thing. Cause that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like, yeah, that's rap. Hey, he was totally a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that whole scene was just. It was all of the different themes of the movie, like put into one scene, and it was so good. So well done. Again, playing that evil guy, doing so good, where you're like, oh God, does he he knows? He he fucking knows. Like, oh God, maybe he doesn't. Like, oh God. Oh, yeah. Very intense. Um, Definitely not my favorite scene, but the most heart wrenching scene is obviously like when he sees his mom's shoes. Oh, God, that got me so hard. And this was so tastefully done because I like Taika Waititi. I and I agree with him here, where it's just like, yeah, I don't really, I don't really like, you know, people seeing people hung. Like I don't like the imagery or whatever. So we never, thank God, like we never cut to like a close up or oh, anything like that. It was like uh, just as heart wrenching, maybe even more so. Or so. Like to see it as this kid's point of view like we see his eye level right we see like what he can see and so it kind of punches you a little bit harder yeah and then yeah they try to tie the shoes oh so sad so sad favorite line of dialogue um that's from elsa she says you're not a nazi jojo you're a 10 year old kid who likes dressing up in a funny uniform and wants to be part of a club Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Suppose I tell you stupid freaking you know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Worship a certain other fucking idiot mm-hmm. who has designs on just accumulating power. What is wrong with you people? Okay. So awesome quote. Love it. Absolutely true too. <laughs> and yes. Then, Awesome. So out of five stars, how many stars do you give Jojo Rabbit? I'm giving it five. 
do it, man. I'm giving like, it five. Right? Like it, it got all the things out of me. It got a laugh. It got a cry. Yeah. It left yep. an impact on me in a way that well directed. A lot of movies don't. So great. The vision. color. It was very colorful. Like I liked that. See, it that was really is thing. very different all, from like all the other war movies. Yeah. War movies that all way. have the same color palette, man. And like yeah. this one, like doesn't look like those. And I appreciated it. Yeah, he said that like he actually read that fashion and stuff was really like relevant during that time. So he decided to yeah. yeah, make it fashionable and pop up the colors too. Yeah. Which just helped with the whole satire theme too. Like it just helped all of it, you know? Definitely. Um, would you rewatch or recommend? Uh, yes and yes. Like this guy is out Mel Brooksing Mel Brooks. That's the <laughs> thing. Like we used to think like Mel Brooks kind of had the the corner on. It's like, ah, you know, he's Jewish, but he knows how to make fun of Hitler, man. Like, you know, mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But now I feel like it's so funny. Like I feel like Taika did a little better. And even Mel Brooks did give his seal of approval. He's like, I watched Jojo Rabbit. It's a great, delightful film. It's like that had to feel so good. Um, I bet. Um, and shout out again, Taika Waititi. Like, so totally good. brave performances, Hitler, and <sighs> so hilarious, good. but also still definitely hate the guy. So yeah, you did your job well. Like, so yeah, good. and I love the. I actually like loved the artistic take on like, oh, Hitler is his imaginary friend. So it's like what Jojo yes. projects yeah. Hitler to be. And it's also like Jojo projecting, like we see Jojo project a lot for a fatherly figure. So we see that in his imaginary yeah. friend Hitler. And we actually see that with Sam too. Uh, Sam's yes. character, uh, Captain sure. K. Um, yes. And I appreciated that a lot too. Cause I was like, you know, this guy, he like represents Hitler as being silly and stupid and funny. But also, like, it's not actually Hitler. You know what yes, I mean? Precisely. And it's just one more dig, I feel, like, to the people who worship people like this, where it's just like, yeah, you have the mindset of a 10-year-old. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. And when you worship people like that, like, you know, uh, it is sort of like having an imaginary friend. Right. Because you're projecting all of this stuff onto them. Mm-hmm. God, like, man. how much do you actually know about them, you I know? I loved it from the freaking trailer where he's just like, uh, they make fun of me. It's like, hey, so what? People used to say crazy <laughs> things about me. Oh, this guy is insane. Oh, he's going to get us all killed. And then the yeah. fucking stupid shrug he gives, like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, bingo. Like that, And that was the moment in the trailer where it's like, oh, shit. Oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. So good. So all right. Uh, I mean, do you reboot this? Um, no. You don't touch it. Um, don't touch it. Like, yeah, put it in the vault. No. Yeah, don't touch it. Eventually, Disney, I'd be cool with you. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it alone, actually. No, just yeah, stop. don't touch it. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, that is one movie down. We spent a lot of time talking about that one, but it deserved it. It's got a lot going on. Definitely it sure does. So we are moving on to Mr. Right. Slight little change of pace here. For sure. A little bit, a little bit. Okay, let me tell you about this movie. Martha McKay, played by Anna Kendrick, has always been a bit of an oddball. And lately she's had some bad relationships. 
One day, an awkward encounter with an eccentric stranger, played by Sam Rockwell, actually takes a wholesome turn, and Martha even goes on a date with this guy, and the two hit it off remarkably well. But beneath the stranger's approachable appearance, there exists a gifted assassin who has become infamous for his clown nose, his dance moves, and his ability to always get the job done. But this hitman, real name of Francis, has developed a new moral code and only kills the people who put out the contracts on people's lives because, as he says, killing is wrong. When Martha finally realizes <laughs> the kind of person Francis is, she is ready to run. But she can't help but feel a connection to Francis and starts to realize her own killer potential as she joins Francis on the run and from various criminals who want to hire him, kill him, or both. This includes a crime family and a deadly colleague from Francis's past, Hopper, played by Tim Roth. Fucking love it. Always love to see Yes. <laughs> and especially this movie where it's like, oh, yeah, Reservoir Dog references. There you go. It's like, fuck it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when he put on the, the black suit with the, the thin tie, which is his suit from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, I was pretty happy. I was like, oh, my God, he's doing it. Where's the thing? He's doing it. <laughs> Where's the thing? It's so simple, but I love it. And Hell, even, yeah. I read in the behind the scenes facts like he wears a gold uh, wedding band which was similar to his Mr. Orange character in Reservoir Dogs and that's one of my favorite I movies, love it. So. I was nerding out over here. It was great. That's amazing. Yeah, this movie is quirky as fuck. So, where, how did you like, <laughs> this is my <laughs> movie, but how did you come across this one? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's on like Netflix, I, so it was probably just on there, right? I think uh, it was just on Netflix, and I think Josh and I watched it maybe with friends. Okay. Maybe with and, friends. Okay. I mean, I saw Anna it. Kendrick on the screen. I remember seeing her, and we were trying to figure out a movie to watch. I think we were with friends, and we just picked it because I was like, Anna Kendrick. Great. Like, which pretty much will always sell me on a movie if I see her. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll check it out. Sometimes they're not yeah, good, but, yeah, you know, Sometimes. she's quirky. <laughs> she's quirky. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's not something that I really heard about a lot, though. No, me neither. And kind of surprised. Like, this is definitely up my alley more so than yours. Yeah, I would agree um, with that. Especially, like, I think this is from the same team or definitely the same director as American Ultra. And mm, I loved that movie. Does Yep. And doesn't that make sense, though? It's like this is definitely in the same vein as American Ultra. It does make sense. It feels it feels for sure. Similar. And which Similar, I do love that sure. movie, especially as a movie to just watch uh, Jesse Eisenberg and um Kristen Stewart have amazing chemistry. They have like such good chemistry. I really enjoy yeah, watching them together. So. Me too. I like love love them together. And I really um, liked that movie a lot, actually. Can't fully recommend this movie, but it does give you a lot of that. Um, Cafe Society. Um, okay. Which is directed by Woody Allen. So, you know. Oh, I see why you can't recommend it then. Yeah, yeah exactly. I get it. I get it. <laughs> like go to any other movie, really. But if you really want some more, you know, Jesse, I... Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart. There you go. Um, yeah, I really no, like him. this is because it's got once again similar but different from Jojo. It's quirky. It's comedic, but delivering on the action aspects. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. 
And definitely, like, Anna Kendrick's character, you do not see this character very much in movies. That's true. This way, or played so likable, because she's definitely a free spirit. She is a free spirit. That's a good way to describe it. And I've, I've known people like, yes, to the extremes of this Anna Kendrick character band, where you're just like, how do you, oh, how do you get through the day? Like, how do, like what the hell how how <laughs> yeah like in the best he, way where it's just like i want to see the world through your eyes i guess because it's got to be crazy but different. at the same time like it's got to be a lot to like be around you <laughs> yeah sometimes people are just a lot and not in a bad way again where it's just no. like no you're just you're just on like a lot and just <laughs> yes totally totally agree with that no, I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, like she... personally, my nightmare. Introvert, no. <laughs> right. Same. Going out in public with uh, Anna Kedrick, no. I, uh, I gotta go. I gotta. I will run away. <laughs> I will run. I will be Ye- my mom in a in a car on the highway. Someone giving birth. Pregnant person, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> My mom and I Poor will get mom. the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Some people's fight or fight instinct is you know, just really. <laughs> it's a really funny story because like <laughs> nobody was going to die. But it's just funny to be like, it's like, really? Like you're gone. You're done, huh? You're done. When you're done, you're done. <laughs> you know, I get it. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. Um. Yeah. No, her character really gives me like uh after she sort of starts to figure out like who she is i guess uh she sort of just gives me like harley quinn vibes yeah uh, their whole entire yes. relationship reminds Holy me crap, of harley quinn and the joker she would actually be a decent harley quinn i mean yeah, margot robbie is harley quinn is but. harley quinn for sure but you can but kind of see how anna kendrick, kendrick would have been good if you watch this voice. movie or if they yeah. win show or something. That's interesting. Uh, I didn't think of it that way, where it's the Joker and Harley Quinn. It kind of is. Oh, no. It kind of is, right? Uh, also, like, I think it's interesting how quickly they fall in love. It's very childlike. Yeah. Um, But I kind of dig it, because it just seems, they both seem so wholesome about it. Right. It's well, because so they're both weird. weirdos, so they know <laughs> that so about weird. themselves. <laughs> And uh, no, it reminded me of like True Romance or something wild. Totally. Probably haven't seen those, but these there I've is. I've seen True Romance. Of, okay, there are these kinds of movies where it's like, oh, the two kids that, dang it, you want them to get together, but they also have a penchant for violence for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but dang it, we hope they get away. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, let's hop into some Q and A. Let's do it. So we sort of started to cover this. Anna Kendrick's character. Yeah. Um, I was just like, what do you think? But, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about, like, her acting and also the different roles that she's taken, too. Because sometimes she just doesn't take, I feel like, always well-written roles yeah. that showcase her acting, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what? Perfect. E- exactly. That's kind of the example I was thinking of in the back of my mind. Um, what do you think? though of her in this role this was yeah definitely great uh this is 
probably my favorite performance from her so far because of she did the free spirited nature, but in a believable way. And normally characters like this easily can annoy you and just like, it's like, okay, you're obnoxious, but let's go. Right. Uh, But I didn't never really feel that way. And I felt like most of her stuff was actually funny. And that's another thing that can really hurt this. It's like, okay, but did they keep the funny bits? Like, right. um, And they, they seem to have like, yeah. Totally. Um, do you have any favorite Hitman movies? Ooh, I should, shouldn't I? I should have sent you this earlier. I'm sorry. Yeah, if anybody's going to have favorite <laughs> Hitman movie, it's going to be me. Josh definitely lit. I feel like Hitman movies are a genre of their own yeah. in the well, action because world. There's, we haven't, uh, might not have seen it. It's called, is it called? The, yeah, The Professional. The professional. And that is a very, very young Natalie Portman. Uh, but it's still one of her best roles ever. And that's something like, and she's done some pretty good stuff. But, you know, that's still top three performance. And she was like 10 years old or something like that. Yeah. Um. No, she had to have been older. No, 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 no. She had to have been older. Um. But still, um, the professional is really good. And that's got Jean Reno, who you don't sit like. And normally these hitman types get cast as hitman all the time right john reno he played hitman quite a few times but uh uh i don't know it's just not what you normally go to him to him for uh especially now um like i think now he kind of does the uh pink panther movies and stuff like that oh okay yeah kind of riding the comedies franchise movies stuff like that but really great actor and that's a good one and that actually has a knockout unsettling performance from gary oldman Oof. oh yeah um, so that's probably one of the better ones really and then yeah. uh, let me look at some uh john wick uh john, john wick, wick. I, you know kind of stereotypical but there's a reason like it's good stuff mm-hmm. now there was a there's a hitman video game and the minute you say hitman movie it made me think of the movie hitman um, and that starred Timothy Oliphant. It is not good, um, but it's fun <laughs> to watch for that reason where you're like, what were, th- what was anybody thinking? What um, was anybody? I like movies like that sometimes if I'm in the right mood. Because it's also just a, you know, it's a, it's an actioner, so not going to hurt. And then I guess, ooh, fuck yeah. Okay. And then probably Collateral starring Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Good shit. Tom Cruise is one of those actors that I... Yeah, rubs you the wrong way, and also I have to qualify where it's like I like the um, the actor, not the person. Um, sure. But it's an example. It's like, and this is why, because he does a movie like Collateral, and he's got like this fucking. It's not a Tom Cruise you normally see. Like he grayed his hair up and shit, and he grew Ooh. up some facial hair. Like it's really good. Those are probably my tops. Um, and then honorable mention to Road to Perdition, starring Tom Hanks. Oh, love him. Yeah. That's more of an emotional movie. You know, a newer one that we could also point out is sort of assassin, but it sort of counts, I think. A uh, gunpowder milkshake. Oh yeah. Which we covered on here, that which was, was fucking good. good. <laughs> such a fun movie. Like that's yeah. One I can just pop that in and have a good time. So good. Hell so yeah. awesome. Hell that's yeah. Yeah, Josh does too. He loves them. Um, uh, this movie is a strange mishmash of genres. It really is. Yeah. It is so weird because it's like hitman action satire comedy rom com. 
Yes. Yeah? Does it work <laughs> or does it miss the mark? <laughs> Here, I think uh, it does work. So it is an example of it working. Um, and it for thank God it's an hour and a half again. Like it oh yeah, any longer I would have been so mad. Yeah. Yep. But honestly, like part of what I think is missing though is a little expansion on something, and I'm not sure what, because it feels like so they actually did want to connect this more to the American Ultra, like uh, mm. I don't know universe, I guess. Um, because in American Ultra we kind of get this idea that there's people with superhumanish capabilities or yeah. like, you know totally can appear that way um and so this kind of taps takes it even further where it's like sam rockwell's character might be like that yeah um, i loved how they gave him like these superpowers but explained it in a somewhat believable approachable way where it's just like no man like it's it's all about it's all about movements and currents and stuff I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah by that i buy that shit and that's kind of what capoey is all about yeah. Uh, which is a fighting style, you know, that incorporates dancing. So it's not out of the realm to do this. Um, right. And it gives and it gives your movie style in that way where it's just like, yeah, this guy doesn't kill normal. <laughs> totally. Totally. Um, yeah. And it's like they're like, no, it's successful. Look, he can teach her. And that scene right. was kind of crazy, right? That's, um. <laughs> um but yeah so but i did but i it did leave me wanting a little something more somewhere and i just didn't know what like even even expanding a little bit on what this crime family was all about maybe something there because we were getting a little something um or like kind of like that dynamic um what if we would have like gotten to see a little bit more of his past pre like head injury Yes. See, like, exactly. what if we would have gotten to see him as a hitman originally, Cold and then, bastard. yeah, and then we saw this accident, and then we see, like, just like a blip, even, you know, like, what yeah. if he has a nightmare and it's him being the way right. he used to be or something? I don't know. Like, that sure. could have helped even a little bit, yeah. maybe. Just a little something. And again, like, I wouldn't want to add too much more time, but no, totally. It is an example. It's like, okay, but this is where I'm feeling the kind of rush nature of this runtime. It's like, okay, totally, you can totally. Sit with something. Um, but I didn't know what, but overall, I think it gets the job done and does stand out from typical actioners or comedies. So absolutely. This, yeah, this is another example of like, here's the future for comedy for you. Like, we don't need straight up comedies like do stylish comedies. Totally. Yeah. And overall, like you, you sit down and you watch this movie and you just have fun. Right. Yeah. And sometimes like I love to watch movies like that. So. Right. Um. And did you like the action scenes? Did you feel like the fight scenes were good? Yeah, fight scenes were really good, especially like I was really impressed. Like you could tell, like, again, hour and a half, like we and we kind of get out and get in, get out with our fight sequences. They aren't Matrix level, but they're still definitely stylish and impressive. Yeah. Again, stylish above anything else. But then you get Tim Roth in here and he's actually delivering. Uh, that was good to see. I was really impressed by the RZA. Um, and I recognized one of these actors uh, from a show called The Wire, which was oh, is yeah. one of the greatest TV shows of all time, but also one of the heaviest. So just be careful. It's like been on my <laughs> list for so long and I just haven't had the mental capacity it's, to like 
do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it's okay. Like you're yeah, yeah, it's okay. And but if you do ever get around to it, just watch the first two seasons. You don't have to watch all like sure. three, uh, four or five because it does kind of run out of steam. But first two seasons are solid. Um, yeah. But the, he, his name is Jan. It's sorry, James Ransone. He played Vaughn Cardigan, and he's the. So this is so his character from The Wire too, where he's the brother that is fucking shit up, you know. Mm. And you're like, but for some reason, I sympathize with them. Like I'm like, yeah, because he's the shit upon brother. So it's like I kind of get it. Where it's like if you all would just like give him a chance or like just shit on him less, he'd be maybe a little happier. But also he's a little too far gone where it's like he needs to read a room. Um, right. But it's like I just you get that where it's like ah, he just he's he's blinded man he can't like he's setting his ways they're setting their ways totally he's way more sympathetic in the wire i think uh but in this it was really good to see like he's really good at playing those parts where it's like i hate you but i get you i get, uh, I get yeah you little <laughs> yeah and i really i wanted the relationship with his brother to kind of stay that way where it's like well no i actually uh, yeah i liked how it played out where it's like I you're on my nerves, but no, I'm trying to be cool here. Okay, fine, we'll do it your way. Like he's very understanding actually for a while. And yeah. then like has to take a turn for nope, I'm badass boss and I'm gonna kick your ass because yeah, he kind of <laughs> at the mm-hmm. end of his road. Yes, yeah. totally. But action sequences were great, yeah. They were pretty good, yeah. Awesome. Time for our favorite questions. Favorites. Uh favorite performance. Favorite performance goes to Anna Kendrick. Yeah, she's just like between these two quirky characters and Sam Rockwell is good at playing like weird eccentric characters, too. But she was uh, kicking his butt in that department where it's like like, (laughs) she's so much weirder. These cat ears, these. Yeah, everything. Cat ears. And then he brings it around in the end and is believably actually badass. Like totally. They've been wanting her for a while. There's the this character called a squirrel girl in the Marvel universe. And they really, they've wanted Anna Kendrick. I feel, and it's like, I, I hope they get her. Like I would that love would be so good. Anna Kendrick in the Marvel universe, especially as yeah, squirrel girl, as you can tell, it's, it's slightly comedic, but they do like, she is a superhero, but yeah. And she's great with comedy. So that would make Big total cat. sense. Yeah. That would be amazing. Uh, honorary mention. Honorary mention goes to the RZA actually. Now, I Riza in the past has never really struck me as like the greatest actor. He did do he did this movie that he starred, wrote, direct called The Man in the uh, Wait, what was it? The Man with the Iron Fists. Okay, I, I thought Which, you were about so, to say something else. So I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. See, I know. No, it, it like yeah, obviously it's capitalizing on that. Um, yeah, totally. So The Man in the Iron Fist and then they did a sequel. Um and that was a really stupid but fun kind of martial arts movie. Riza is very, he's associated with Quentin Tarantino a lot. He's also, I mean, obviously he's part of freaking Wu-Tang Clan, which yeah. I do dig me some Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, they're not my favorite, but fuck, they got some good hits. And uh, Riza is great in them. And he did a great soundtrack for Kill Bill. Yeah. Uh, so he's really talented in hip hop and rap and everything. But I was really impressed by his acting in here. He plays Shotgun Steve. And I, I didn't even recognize him, so him as RZA. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he did really good, like, towed the line, like, and actually comes <laughs> around in the end. Like, yeah, really. Everything him. about him is so great. So good. Um, yeah. Love it. Love it. 
Uh, favorite scene? These idiots start throwing knives at each other. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And like, she starts laughing like, like she's, she's lost her mind. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> I don't I know why it. it works, but it works. It's the new, it's similar like courtship dances, but with knives. <laughs> So good. <laughs> I loved it. It was so stupid and funny. Yeah. It was so stupid and funny. Uh, favorite quote. The fuck wants to be normal anyways. <laughs> Hell and yeah. Anytime somebody says something along those lines, it's like, yeah, fuck being like, oh, being normal is vastly overrated. Overrated. Yes. A hundred percent. I love anything, it. Anytime you can do a variant on that line or you say that line just straight up. Because mm-hmm. it. it's so Me true. Too. Fuck being normal. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Hell yeah. Oh, you know, I meant to ask you, Sam Rockwell, do you have a favorite movie of his? Oh, shit. So Sam I'm Rockwell. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he is one of, oh, no, it's good. Uh, he is one of those actors that is so good. He's come back into prominence, it feels. He's been nominated a few times. But to me, he started out as such like a good supporting actor. Yeah. Uh, and actually, that might still be how I feel about him because his supporting roles are always so good. Like, think about Iron Man 2. He plays. Mm-hmm. God, I love him in that. When he's like <laughs> showing off the different weapons to um, War Machine and shit. That's so good. Yeah. He's a perfect foil for uh, Robert Downing Jr., which was great. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, like, I loved his role in The Green Mile still, um, where he plays Buff. Wait, what? who does he play? Oh, Buffalo yeah. Buffalo Bob, something like that. So good. And is hilarious and horrifying, too. Uh, he's actually good in the, ah, I haven't seen it in forever, Choke, which was mm. based on a Chuck Palahniuk movie. And it's actually decent, but kind of an indie film. Uh, oh, and then Matchstick Men, he was great. Mm-hmm. Love it. Awesome. Yeah, he's actually a better supporting actor because I think because then he's in Galaxy Quest. He's <laughs> hilarious <laughs> in Galaxy Quest for his supporting role. Yeah, so. But as far as favorite role, I think it still has to go to Green Mile for some reason. Yeah. No, that's a solid movie, man. Yeah. And he does great. Or Iron Man 2, because I honestly really like that. Too. Yeah. 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 Sam Rockwell. Good Sam actor. Rockwell. So great. Awesome. Uh, What would you rate it out of five stars? Out of five stars, I give this a solid three and a half. Hey, that's pretty good. Floor, but, you know, yeah, it's just, it's just lacking, lacking that little thing little that bit. we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, But overall, like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Three and a half. It's definitely over the halfway point. So yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. And would you rewatch and recommend? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely an easy watch. So I could throw this on anytime, really. And totally have a lot of fun. Uh, and I would recommend, especially yeah, because it's so under the radar. It's like, yeah. If you like Sam Rockwell, you like Anna Kendrick, check out Mr. Wright. Yeah, you probably have never heard of it for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, and would you reboot it? Wouldn't reboot it, 
but I definitely want to see more movies like this. So I want this director to keep going. And like, if this idea of an American ultra universe is what's fueling, like, yeah, yeah, do that, I guess. Cause it's, it's working for me. Cause this Mm -hmm. is the second movie, like, I guess to be associated with that. So make it a trilogy. Let's see what happens. Hell yeah. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Well, that takes care of the two movies. Mm-hmm. And now it's time to make the connections. Let's do it. Chess pawns, clock, matches, all physical objects man-made. Small in size, light in weight. That's the connection. Surprised to see me? No. Then you're aware of it. Of what? Our connection. And so we are all connected in the great circle of life. All right, Casey, go ahead. You can point out the obvious. Go ahead. Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Sam fucking Rockwell. Yeah, he's a big connection. He is a big connection. What can I say? Yeah, he is definitely in both and uh, gives great performances in both. Um, probably a little better in Jojo Rabbit, though, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, but, I agree so, with that. He's definitely having fun in Mr. Right, though. Okay, both see both have scenes that focus on knives. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that true? Yeah, I didn't even make even, that uh, connection. Yeah, uh, Scarlet Joe is even like fiddling through the drawers, and she's like, "Where's the knives?" Like <laughs> that was so funny. Um, Damn it! Now oh. she's got two knives. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, both of them are super fucking quirky. Yeah, I don't know how to say it, but. It, they in a good way going in with that intention like uh, yeah being weird i mean we got free spirits and then we've got i mean a comedy holocaust movie that's pretty fucking quirky pretty fucking quirky both feature dancing as a meaningful display whether it yes, be to celebrate freedom too. or to you know just fight people <laughs> yes great um both are comedies satire about serious subjects yes exactly both mm-hmm. in, yeah, I said, yep, same thing. Both include horrific subject matter, but with a comedic approach to telling the story. Yes. Bingo. Anything else? Uh, both have a message about killing. Okay. Right? Like, oh, like my God. We, okay. Yeah, we get to hear, yeah. like, that killing is not right, really, right. from both movies. I mean, pretty much, yeah. Like, <laughs> one <laughs> a little more specific than the other, but yeah, yeah. but no, right. Both are definitely, <laughs> yes, I would agree. They both have that statement, killing as well. And then yeah. both have a main character who's had an injury or accident that altered them. Oh, shit. Yep, definitely. Yeah, yeah jo- and I f- always forget that, yeah, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, fucking grenade right in the get-go. <laughs> grenade. Grenade. <Yeah>. Perfect. <laughs> All right, well, yeah. the connections. And now we're going to do a little movie matchmaking. But look at this nice thing that we have here. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find, catch me a catch. So if you found yourself enjoying either one of these movies, we let you know some other movies that you might also enjoy. Go ahead, Casey. All right, if you liked Jojo Rabbit, you might like The Book Thief, which oh. is a better book than it is movie, but it's still... okay. Um, it's, it's an excellent book. The movie's good too, but, right. uh, and Glorious Bastards. Yes, of course. And Grand Budapest Hotel. And really, I, I threw that one in there Wes because Anderson. of the Wes Anderson thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 
And uh, if you enjoyed Mr. Right, you might also enjoy Something Wild. And that's Jeff okay. Daniels. Um, actually, really good movie, man. And then American Ultra, which we talked about. And then Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, which stars Sam Rockwell and was oh. directed by George Clooney. Nice. Yeah, pretty good. It's about the Hell yeah. early television business in like the 50s, I want to say. Nice. Awesome. Well, there's the movie matchmaking. And now it's time for recommendations. Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually recommend a movie. I try not to do that on this movie podcast, but we're getting close to Oscar season. So maybe some movie recommendations that are going to be Oscar nominated ain't a bad idea. There was this movie I just watched recently called Tar. Um, T A. A, but with like the apostrophe over it and then R. <laughs> okay. And so this stars Kate Blanchett. Or, Love sorry. her. Yep, Kate Blanchett, one of my favorite actors, period. Uh, yeah, fabulous. Kills it every time. And this is definitely, she's going to be nominated for Best Actress for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and it's about a conductor? Uh, like, like this absolutely does not sound like anything i would seek out it's like oh it's a biopic about a conduct a famous conductor um and she's uh oh and she's yes and she's a lesbian and all this okay so it's got a lot going for it it's but the again so the subject matter is not something i'm like typically interested in like music conducting composition and shit like that but this is one of those movies where sometimes you watch these movies about privileged like and it's just fascinating to kind of watch and just to see the pretentiousness play out and uh, this is one of those movies that it's just really enjoyable Kate Blanchett does great character work and this person doesn't exist which is surprising so it's a biopic about somebody that doesn't exist and it just feels so much like I I know this person or this feels like a epically real like conductor that people would admire and stuff so Hell recommend yeah. it. It's called Tar. Check it out. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to recommend a TV show on Hulu called uh, Abbott Elementary. Oh, is that good? All right. It's actually so good. I really like it. Okay. It, it's great. It um, it's, it's about like a school in a primarily black neighborhood Uh um it takes place currently so they're Mm -hmm. they like address a lot of the issues that schools are facing it's funny it's yeah it's super funny and it's also like full of heart and i'm it's like 30 minute runtime so it's breezy yeah it's so good and i really have (laughs) heard great things it's that's good to hear. Okay. I mean, I breezed Hulu. through it right. in just a few days. Like, it's so good. And, um, and season I love two that is it's almost all the way out. Perfect. And I love that it's an elementary school. Like, they, they these school set mo- like shows or movies, like, never, you know, give elementary school. Yeah. yeah. And, like, kindergarten teacher, second grade teacher, third grade teacher, fourth grade teacher, those are the ones we mostly follow. Perfect. And I just like really love the main girl that you follow too, because she's she's like such an optimist that she sometimes like fucks herself over a little bit, and I do the same yeah. thing. So I appreciate yeah. a character like that being portrayed. Right. Um, uh, I love it though; it's so good. Fantastic. 
All right, folks. Well, if you've got recommendations of your own that you want to send our way, you can do that by sending it to our email. Podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. At the movie connection, all one word. Or you can follow us individually. Me at Jacob Bean Watson. And me at Casey Schwartz. And we've got other socials. We got a Facebook still. I know, like, you know, it, it, <laughs> it's still there. Like better than it the It still the exists. Like, yeah. <laughs> still around. Back off. Uh, <laughs> we're all so check those out. Maybe head on over to Apple Podcasts, give us a little rate and review. It would be most appreciated. Mm-hmm. And without further ado, the moment you've all been waiting for. The moment where we assign the, each other the movies to watch for next week. And next yeah. week, we are getting into February, which you know what that means. That means two things, actually. It means Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And it also means some love. We got Valentine's Day in there. Yeah, so you know. buddy. So on this podcast, we give you two movies about love. And then we give, uh, and then we give you two movies that are... So this time around, like we've really been focusing on like the black history sides of things. But now we're just going to let loose and just feature movies with uh, black art, uh, black leads and black actors and black mm-hmm. artists and all that. Yes, so totally. Really stoked. So Casey, to kick off Black History Month, I'm going to have you watch a movie called Little or <laughs> no, King Richard. <laughs> well, <we laughs> Little Richard. One, uh, a little different. So King Richard and this stars Will Smith. Um, awesome. I believe he won the Oscar for it um, very infamously, and we will talk about that for sure. Hell yeah. Uh, I am going to assign you uh, The Incredible Jessica James. The Incredible Jessica James. And that's like on Netflix. It, who's in it? Um, It has uh, Jessica Williams. Chris O'Dowd. Okay. Yeah. Talia Whitaker. Like looking through the names. Yeah. Susan Hayward. Some people you'll know. Yeah, Yeah. I like it. All right. I don't know much about it, so that's refreshing. So we got. It might be hard for us to find some connections. (laughs) Is it a comedy? Comedy, romance, like there's some serious in there as well. I'll find it. You'll find it. We'll find it. We'll do it. We got this. All right. King Richard and the incredible Jesse James. Jessica James. Oh, Jessica. Yes. Incredible Jessica James. Well, there you go. Two names. Boom. Boom. Um, First connection (laughs) done done (laughs) all right folks thank you so much and we will see you next time bye surprise to see me no then you're aware of what our connection So we are all connected in the great circle of life.